if I die tomorrow, I hope you hear these words, I ain't here to flip no birds, and sit no serve, hope the future generations can get this urge, stay woke youngin', and avenge these nerds, uh. Hey, what's what going is, on? What is up? What is up? It is Tuesday, my dudes. Yes, yeah, Tuesday. It is Nerds Night. We are one shy. He is out walking the co uh mascot of Nerds Around because <laughs> it is both Pepper and 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 Willow. So he is out walking Willow and then he will join us. Um, afterwards, Ola Aurelis, what is Ola, going on? George, George. What is up? what's up? What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? So, today, we are going to talk a little bit about uh stuff that we've missed that we wanted to cover in like the past few weeks, but these past few weeks have been jam packed with shit to talk about. Oh, so, it is and, and we got Pong. What's also, going on? Also, listen, like, this Let's is a go. this is a very like Thanksgiving sort of jam. Jam fest with nerds of the round, a potluck. I like that. I like that. Like, I say, let's all have a conversation. So, like, if there are things you want to talk about or comments that you have, I'm only saying this because I have not watched Cowboy Bebop, and the whole point of this was Nerds Thanksgiving Bebop, and I haven't watched it yet, so I'm sorry. It's Uh, so I I would really, you know, like it was one of those nights. Like, remember when Rella showed us that diner? Like, she gave us that diner, and we were like, "Yo, what is going on?" Yes. Has anyone watched Midnight Mass? That is on my list. I I'm finishing up another show. Uh, you know who's on? Oh God no damn it! Yo, what's you know what got me more mad? It happened just before I was in Discord, and Kid was just like something, something, something family, and I was just like, Kid, I expected more from you, Kid. If you're listening, if you're watching, still disappointed. Indeed. Um, as far as announcements, let's do let's do announcements. We have some announcements. As always, subscribe to the YouTube and Twitch channel. Uh, look out for the podcast dropping very soon after we uh, do the lives. They'll come out within the same week, usually right after. Um, I know we still have a couple of creator episodes uh, yet to release. We're a little behind on those, but they will be coming out shortly. Um, what else do we got? We have Medusa's Cascade. We have the Medusa's Cascade. I'm doing the intro this week. I'm very excited. Uh, if you guys have not caught up, we are at episode ooh, like 53 this week coming up. Uh, we are post the Curse of Strahd, oh. and we are now entering the um, Save the World Redemption uh, arc, I guess, if you were. And um, let me see. What else are we got? I knew something on? was missing. That's why I was like, I'm looking at myself. I'm like, why yeah. are my glasses? But um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What else? We have... I think that's about it. I don't know if there's anything... I would say that's it. I mean, you know, we've got... And also upcoming live episodes. We will be on throughout the holiday season. Obviously, we will be talking about the new Spider-Man when that drops. on And Hawkeye. And Hawkeye. Hawkeye starts, I believe, next week. I think Or no, actually, tomorrow? If I'm not mistaken, let me see. November 24th, so tomorrow. So tomorrow, so we'll be talking Hawkeye episode one or two, if we're lucky, and it's a Thanksgiving miracle. Yeah. Uh, we'll get two drops of Hawkeye hopefully tomorrow, and we'll talk about that next week, and we'll see how we feel about Hawkeye, a.k.a. Die Hard, in the, Mar- in the MCU, uh, <laughs> which, I'm, which I'm very excited for. Uh, the only days that we won't be live are December 28th and January 4th. Those are the two weeks that we're going to take off for the holidays. 
kick back, relax, and just enjoy ourselves. Um, and then we'll be back with full force with a vengeance in January, uh, right around the time for my birthday. I think it's like four days before my birthday would be the next live. Oh. Um, so pumped about Hawkeye. I am, I am genuinely like excited and curious to see what they do from the clips that I've seen so far. They they're showing that yes, one that he wears earbuds, uh, because he's lost his hearing, but two, uh, he does sign language. There's a clip, a very brief clip with uh, them in the car figuring out who's driving and whatnot. Too early for our, we are months away from our birthday, but thank you, Christian. Too early. We're just uh, putting happy, that out there. Happy, happy early birthday. Thank you. Thank What's you. It, what is it going to be? 35? Oh, no, no. 34. 34. 34. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. But uh, yeah, so uh, there's a there's a scene with him and Kate Bishop doing like sign language to each other, arguing, and I'm really excited to see like and explore uh, if they do like more with that, and like if they explain why his hearing is out. Because um, I don't think I think in the comics like we know why. I don't know if in the MCU they've really done it. I do know that like um, there's brief moments where someone try to like say like he's always looking at someone so he's always kind of like reading lips so that's kind of how you know i kind of remember 34 kind of i'm i'm almost there i'm almost there soon 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 coming <laughs> no we got we, the the old man river sea bass will eventually be joining us yeah uh and he is the resident old man old man of the group with the young uh, bucks, yes, yes, indeed. But um, all right, let's 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 get into some of the stuff that I know we've been wanting to talk about, and we're gonna start off with Shang Chi. Let's do it. I mean, I know Seabass was gonna jump in because we, me, and Seabass actually did not get to watch Shang Chi in the theater. Uh, right. It was when the whole theater thing was going on. We were really banking on Disney Plus, and that was not the case. However, Shang Chi became a pretty much commercial success and disney has probably decided that all movies will now be releasing in theater and i'll be going to theater again so yeah but you guys you guys have more options i think because you have the drive oh, it's, in and... it's amazing so i'll tell you straight up in the sticks of jersey uh, <laughs> there's no one in the theater uh me, me and my wife saw eternals as y'all know right. we saw eternals like the day of our review we went to the theater and there was no one in there and we just got to sit wherever the hell we wanted to sit so it doesn't really matter. I would say, there I would say Spider-Man will probably be a packed house because it's Spider-Man and we're probably right. going to go pretty soon because we're going to because we're going to go with my son because um, he's a huge Spider-Man fan. And I would say that's going to be packed. Everything else, though, in the sticks of Jersey, empty. We can sneak into theaters. We can take it back high school and Yo. just go and sneak into theaters. Oh, you son of a bitch. Are you drinking mm -hmm. Coquito? Yes. Oh, that's oh. why he was late. He wasn't even walking the dog. <laughs> no, I was walking the dog. This, this is my reward for late, bro. Lies. Lies. <laughs> Listen, the resident <laughs> old man is here. Threat these days. Uh, not really. <laughs> even not everybody. Really. Wait, 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 wait. This is the pre-Thanksgiving uh, Thanksgiving Bebop episode. So, you know. Salud. We don't, we don't have nothing. We, 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 he's just he's just drinking coquito. Oh like I don't, God. you know what? I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna complain because I can just walk over and get some. So I'm sorry, <laughs> I can 
walk over and go to Joe's house and get some too, but like I'm not gonna I thought you seriously over. gonna say that you could walk over and get some too. I'm gonna be like, dude, that's a mighty long walk. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I mean, who who would okay, so how long would it be? Would him walking to South Jersey be faster than than Atlas driving from Michigan to New York? <laughs> <laughs> No, our boy, think... our boy is currently driving from Michigan to New York to see law and then yes. to go and then move up. So I thought that was kind of crazy. But anyway, that's we are digressing. Seabass, you're here. Uh, we did the announcements. We did all the fun stuff. Um, I'll tell you straight up. I, I haven't I haven't touched Bebop, so uh, we could talk about it, but I'll be here. I, I feel like this chat. is uh, we're going and... to. But let's prioritize. We were talking Shang-Chi. Let's talk Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Yeah. And then we're going to get into a bunch of other stuff that we've had so... on the docket for a while now. So yeah, me and Seabass saw it because mm-hmm. of Disney Plus release, the sixty days. Uh, I, I I gotta say, I have I have a new favorite villain for MCU. Oh yeah, I yeah. gotta say they they did oh, it yeah. right. They did it. They did it right. Yeah, like it, like Shang Chi's villain buildup made uh was was like like compared to Eternals with the main deviant. I was just like, what happens? Yeah, like we had yeah. this pinnacle of 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 of, of anti- not even villain antagonist like antagonist. He was like right. truly an antagonist in his build up and his whole to do why he became who he was after he found the love of his life. Then he loses his love of his life and then he goes back to where he was. It all made sense as to why Shang Chi's father was the way he is. That opening scene, that dance, that crouching tiger, hidden dragon memorial. What's it up? was What's lovely. Up, what is up, Jarrell? What is up? I, I've got to say, it's him as a villain was like I I love it. I, I mean, if we can get all of our villains to be like this in the MCU, and hopefully they most of them stay alive because we can't just keep doing this. These well, guys Razor show Fist up. Is, yeah. Razor Fist is still alive. I I'm I, not even I, talking about Razor Fist. I might, mean, dude. Like, for, <laughs> first of all, first of all, I I want to add this that Razor Fist was probably one of the villains I designs I hated in the comics, and they did him justice in the movie. Like, he actually looked more badass in the movie than he did in the comics because in the comics he just looked like someone who was like a little who who was in a into gimp and like simping and everything like that. Like, he was just his design was really 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 bad, and nothing against those people who are into that, but it's oh like God. it was get just yourself, really really out of the bad. Hole, bro. Make your point. It was really bad. <laughs> So, so I used to make the joke. It's like, how did Razor Fist wipe his ass? Because both of his arms were replaced <laughs> by two fucking machetes. And it's like, he just, it. the design made no sense. It made no sense. In the movie, his design made sense. Just yeah, just like a fry. Fire. Please, please. Fire In the movie. It, it was so fucking gaudy. And I love the fact that the car that they stole had his name on the side of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I will say... This is probably one of my favorite um, origin story MCU movies. Like, this was like refreshing. Like, I, I didn't know I was gonna need Shang Chi the way that I needed Shang Chi, and it did a fantastic job of not only introducing um, like the new phase because I know the shows kind of did that for us, but like this really did it on a level of that mysticism that we kind of get for Dr. Strange and, and things of that nature. And I think like, it's a really, really well done, like superhero origin story. And I was so, so hype after watching. So uh, I just want to ask, I saw it. Yes. I, I love wanted Death more Death Dealer. <laughs> I feel God, like I don't, why was Death Dealer there? It felt so like, That's what, that was such the bummer. Cause he shows up, like they make him this big, like, uh, 
like the opposite of what Shang Chi was, and like being there for his training and training him, he shows up in like the the Jackie Chan rooftops, right? Ooh. And then he gets his soul Rob. sucked out. What is Rob. up, bro? What's good, bro? Uh, and then he just gets his soul sucked out, and I was like, what happened? It's like you know, it just it just felt like I knew they were trying to add characters like from from the comic, and I think they did what they had to do. But you know, right. aside from that, to your point, to your point, law, this was one of the better refreshing origin stories that we had. And I think I wouldn't know if it had to do more with the fact that like unless you're like a deep cut Marvel fan and you like know Shang Chi and you know all that stuff, people are kind of going into this without. <laughs> Not you a Boba fan, yo. Jarrell coming in here throwing hands. God damn. <laughs> well, I just I want to add. A, a, so I was on um, Michael's show last night, and from what people don't know is that Michael, because I just saw in the comments someone mentioned Hawkeye. Michael got to go to Disney twenty three D twenty three, and he already got to see the first two episodes of Hawkeye, and he is excited Part for the series. Two. Wow. Yeah. And he is excited for the series. And he's like, dude, like, he, he, thank you. He gave no spoilers. So, yeah, we're all like pumped. So, next week, definitely, because I know it comes out this tomorrow, right? Tomorrow. We're hoping. Oh, so we're, we're hoping. I'm, I'm putting it out there for Turkey Day. We're going to be getting two episodes. I'm hoping. I think yeah. we are. I, I feel like I if they we showed them two episodes, then we'll get two yeah. episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. So that might be it. Here, here's hoping. But, yo, can we talk about how how fluid like the like the cinematography the fight choreography the music like everything just slapped in shang chi like so well the, the pacing was amazing everything just worked and then you have for eternals it felt almost like a like a different origin like you couldn't do it did. you couldn't do like their origin any other way than you did it and then you have, like, you look back on things like Doctor Strange. Like, for me, I've always said, like, Doctor Strange is Iron Man with mysticism. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I, I, as much as I like the Doctor Strange movie, I wasn't like, oh, my gosh. I wasn't blown away by it because it felt rinse and repeat darkness. I think I, I liked Eternals because it, for me, did a solid job. And I think I liked uh shang chi so much That's more because it like just elevated everything this third act i've got i've got opinions i've got opinions <laughs> i have opinions on the third act and then yeah. to and then to pong's point super curious and i think he's talking about hawkeye uh i don't i don't know if we're gonna get charlie cox i mean everyone was thinking matt murdoch was gonna show up in the spider-man because there's that scene in the trailer where there's a guy a lawyer put some papers on the on the fucking table and everyone's looking at the forearm here and like that's charlie cox that's matt murdoch i think i think <laughs> with hawkeye I think, I think with hawkeye and spider-man we're probably going to see if they're recast if they're bringing in some of those netflix characters because um there are rumors too that wilson fisk is supposed to appear in hawkeye that i heard is the wilson fisk i don't know about spider-man just because apparently this is the last of their spider-man trilogy and we don't know what's going to happen with tom holland spider-man Right. Yeah. Uh, ho hopefully, all the other, you know, all the other Fox properties just but I, but I Sony properties crash and die and burn in a fire, except for Spider Verse Two. <laughs> I, I also, um, and I also just think that, like, they're because we've mentioned it before on the show that they're not renewing long term contracts. So, like, yes, this is going to be the last of this run, but that doesn't mean that he's out for good. You know what I mean? So, I, I really doubt that they're going to just be like, "All right, <laughs> you're done, and next." You know what I mean? Mm, can't wait I would love oh. for this version of Kingpin to come back. Oh, good. I like Shane. Yes, he, he, it worked. And 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 honestly, I'm glad that it was Sam, Samuel Liu who got the role. 
Yes, Mephisto, oh, he is there. Yeah, I'm telling so, you, did you not so see this? That, like, look, listen, we're going to pepper Sevilla on this board. That how Mephisto don't, do it. don't say we. Don't add me. Yeah, 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 yeah. we're going to do that. I'm not doing because it. Because Tone, Tone wants felt, another felt, bet. No, no. no, I, no, I felt, no. This is why I you got to move. I felt that shit WandaVision. We all felt. We were all here. We were all here collectively as nerds around <laughs> us and you, y'all in the chat. We were all in this together, going into the tall grass. And I'm no, I'm not. <laughs> yo, Aros is trying, yo. Aros, is here. Why? What? I'm trying to let him in. He just so, himself so, out. so let me. So let Are me write serious? down. <laughs> what is, yo, whose man is this? So I'm not doing it. I'm. I'm. Listen, I'm not. <laughs> You know what? I mean, did we think we were gonna get Pip the troll at the end of Eternals? No, but no, no one brought his ass up, and I would have been like, that ain't happening either. But with Pip man. the troll and Arrows, I, I, I mean, going back to Sarantino, I'm really interested to see what would um because they tied in his quantum bands, like the the rings and how they um you know there's just yeah there's just more <laughs> this is more <laughs> yeah no I I really want to know what will because I feel like it does a tie it says Marvel's next phase has been this whole thing that they're going and it's going a cosmic route and so um with what we saw with Eternals and what we saw with Shang-Chi with the end um the they, they, they just opened up Pandora's um door right there and then um what we got at the I end of Loki I think, I think this whole gonna... year has just been a setup for a lot of new stuff that we are not going to expect I think they're looking at cosmic and mysticism as two sides of the same coin. Because mm -hmm. a lot of what Doctor Strange did with like Dormammu and going, you know, through the multiverse is very much like akin to like the Eternals and the Celestials and like that kind of like route that they went. And it's kind of what they do a lot of times with like Thor, for instance. Thor isn't so much a god so much as a a, a being a race of people as guardians or people that are just more technologically advanced or whatever, what have you. Well, we um, also at the end of Falcon, we got a dark and we got a dark Avengers initiative that started. Yeah. Um, we got, um, I mean, they have all, they just planting all these seeds so that when yeah. they probably with phase six, you know, because we still got more characters to see, we got to mm. see what this new, We've got to see where Miss Mar Miss Marvel is going into the Marvel move into the Marvels movie. We got to see where She Hulk is going to be placed. We got to see where Moon Knight's going to be placed because we know Blade's going to be in the Moon Knight show. And seeing how all of this is going to <laughs> still mad about Sharon Carter, uh, and kind of just see where it all takes place because I'm I'm it's it's really hard to like pinpoint it because even with Infinity Saga, we all knew we were going towards Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, like we knew where it was uh, after Avengers one, we kind of knew, and I'm curious just to see what the end game is going to be because they've highlighted that X Men are eventually coming, Fantastic Four is eventually coming, and we don't know what else, whatever TV shows we're going to see that they're going to preview at potentially San Diego Comic Con or whatever projects are coming. Where so, do you see as far as phases? How many more phases they can put out? I mean, they, I don't know if they're going to do it in threes. So the first yeah, we got phase one, so two, many. and three. That's the Infinity Saga. Uh, maybe phase three, uh, th four, five, and six is the Kang saga. If Kang is supposed to be this big to do, I, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I mean, I, I think what they may do that with Kang because they showed him and they showed a variant of him in Loki, and we're gonna see him in Ant Man and Quantum, and that's not, right. that's not gonna be the end of Kang. You're not gonna end Kang in Quantum Mania. Um, we're getting Loki season two. He'll probably be there again. 
So uh, it probably has to do with with him, and then <laughs> they are they are awesome yeah. paperweights. Christmas yeah. is coming up, so I I don't I don't know. And then you got Secret Invasion coming. Like they have so many things happening. Yeah, and they haven't even introduced the X Men properties into the MCU and the Fantastic Four properties. So it's like I feel like we're gonna have more shows, more movies, just more stuff down the line. Mm-hmm. Like I feel that you know, just to your question with that law. I feel like they just added more phases and they're probably just setting up even more big because think about it. Kevin Feige did this. They, the Marvel company, they, they did this with um, Thanos. They're now doing Kang. They're now doing all the stuff that's been like mostly like non-mutant properties. Now that they have apocalypse, now that they have Magneto, um, doom. Yes. There are doom. Now that they have doom, it's like, now where do you fit those characters and equations? And then the fact that they're talking about the second, uh, black Panther movie, um, that we may even get Submariner introduced into, into this, um, mix and all that. So it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know how many phases Marvel has in them. And then with the amount of storylines that they're pulling from, from new, old and everything, it's it's going to, it's, they got years of content. That's just right yeah, for the picking. Sure they're going to just keep, Star Wars is never going away. MCU is never yeah. going away. Speaking of Star Wars, yeah, you know, but well, hold, before we go to Star Wars, if we want to talk about that third act of Shang Chi, because that shit was that <laughs> shit made. That shit, Let's do that before we do anything. Because else. it's a Disney property. I, I listen, listen. Like I understand that the the Marvel movies need to have like like their flashy cinematic super CGI uh, ending of the third yes. act, but I'm like, what the fuck was with this dragon and this demon? I was like, I, I just wanted more martial arts. That's where I felt uh, a loss with the. Sh- I still think Shang Chi gets gets all the raving it gets, but I just did not like how they did that third act with the dragon and the soul sucker. I just wanted like all the martial arts. I got so many. Just it reminded me of just watching martial art mo- like Jackie Chan movies back, back in the nineties. Like the scaffolding scene, the scene in the bus, which was very reminiscent of also like of of speed. Like there's there's so much, and then we go to, and then we go to. We go to the dragon fight. And I'm like, what is what is this? <laughs> that was my thing. I just I I it felt I don't know if that was like their main decision or if they were like they wanted to do something else and uh they decided to just put put it in. But I just felt the protector dragon, I didn't I didn't think we needed it. And I thought the soul sucker being like this this thing behind a dimensional door, I thought would have played a bigger role, and maybe it does. But I thought it was gonna play a bigger role in the in the dimensions because when they talked about it, it felt like this was gonna be something to do with Doctor Strange eventually because yeah. we had Saul Wong, and then they kind of just it kind of just was, it was like kibosh. So I was I, was, I, I yeah. agree with you. I think what they should have done was that they should have went with something with that that final fight scene. It should have been the final fight scene, final martial arts scene. Eliminate the dragons from the equation, but you hint at it and set it up for down the line for Fin Fan Foom. Who is known a notorious dragon in the MCU? I mean, it's again the movie was great. I love Shang Chi. The third act, mm, not so much, but I do like what they set up. And again, I'm, I'm he's here. Um, but yeah, that third act, just the the battle between the two dragons. I'm like, it should have just been hinted. It's kind of like give you that tease, kind of like how we got the tease of Dormumu from Doctor Strange. It's like we saw him, but we didn't really get him. Yeah, I'm gonna mess up the name. Don't worry, that's my trademark. Don't mess it up. Darmumu. Darmumu. Darmumu? Yeah. Seriously? Darmumu is coming through hands today. And yes, we're going to talk about the casting. But yes, um, I didn't miss it. But 
Jarrell is throwing hands at Seabass. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll do. Thank you. All <laughs> right. So uh, before we jump out of MCU, uh, is there any final thoughts or uh, any predictions for Hawkeye? Anything we want to do for that? Or do we want to jump into the fun stuff like see last night with the Star Wars announcements? That we, just got- uh, listen, are we going to see Wilson Fisk decapitate a dude with a door? Because then I'm here for it. I, I, I'll give you I'll give you Mike's hot take. And, and you guys could go <laughs> see the show. It's on Mike's channel, um, Michael Gracia's channel. Um, he just has the feeling that he feels Hawkeye is probably uh, going to die in his own series. I'm like, hmm, that would be interesting. But they've always, but I'm always like, they've always hinted that Hawkeye was always going to die in in like whatever role he's playing, like because it's like always a shit. But, Can he just retire and be with? Yeah, his I kids? want the retirement. I mean, like, come on, man. Like, but then again, if you, if we get your Wilson Fist decapitation, I mean, not Hawkeye. It's not gonna happen to Hawkeye. I mean, I feel like uh, just give him retirement, but at the same yeah. time, I don't trust them to not like off him. So, if, yeah. I mean, there, there's going to be a reason to. I mean, it's happened in the comics. So I like a hero. Like, they're gonna they're gonna probably retire him. So it's not gonna be like, all right, and I'm done. It's gonna probably be like he got seriously injured to the point where like I can't use my hands or something, and they call it a day. Yeah. Um. But yeah, let's do this. Uh, Star Wars. I still have not seen Visions. It's been on my list for forever, and I've been meaning to catch up on it, but. That is on my is, list too. I'm gonna watch that. I've caught. I've caught a few, that with the boy. episodes. Much. I caught the one with the um the bunny girl that they had in there. The one with the first episode too, with that just looked like it was a semi western. I mean, um, anyone I'm who looking has forward this, to it. I'm. How long is it? It's only a couple episodes, no? It's. Eight? I think it's like eight episodes, but they're like it's. Yeah, it's a mixed bag, Jarrell. Yes, it is. It's. It's pretty much. I feel like it has like nothing to do same... with Star Wars continuity, but they took like these studios took their like if they were to do a Star Wars uh, movie or show, and like they love death robots. So yeah, like an anthology, right? Yeah, just okay. like that. Love death and robots, but with using the Star Wars content, and it was a lot of beautiful stuff that they did too. A lot of beautiful animation and all that. Okay. Um. Yeah. But um, I like the one with the bunny girl because it was like you know the whole it was like a family story and everything. I liked the um, I liked the first episode because the first episode sets up. I like the one by Studio Trigger because it, you can definitely see Studio Trigger's um animation style and storytelling in there because it's just Studio Trigger is just nuts when they do their stuff. I've For seen anyone a lot who's of seen those, uh, cosplays of lightsabers, katanas, and whatnot, and then, yeah, it's been amazing. Oh yeah, it's um. What was it? The the first episode, the uh, the Sith Lord. Well, I don't want to give too much away from the first episode, but the Sith Lord in that one had like an umbrella that all of a sudden it was at the end of nothing yeah, but they, lightsabers. They, 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 they showed like, a little bit of that in the trailer, and that looked pretty dope. Um, practicality aside, you know, look pretty dope. Um, we're we're seeing because I know we're getting uh book of book of boba the 29th. I just looked it up while you guys were talking about. Look at you! Look at you! On the ball! I figured I figured book of boba fett was going to come up, so I did look it up. Book that is boba. December 29th, so that'll be pretty much uh, probably a week or so after uh Hawkeye ends, and then we'll get uh book of boba fett, and I think Kenobi will be coming out next year, which we're I'm all. So- Super excited for. Excited I, that, I, I'm I'm curious as to see what Hayden Christensen does. 
with his opportunity to play Anakin Skywalker. Um, we have the high ground this time. Well, I don't. What I, I, I think. I think. Well, this I was is just be, well, uh, good. Oh, he's jumping back and forth between our shows. No, I'm just curious as to what Hayden's gonna do, right? Because at this point, he's in the suit. So, are we gonna get? Are we getting flashbacks? Are we getting? Is he gonna be in like the back to tanks, and his helmet's gonna be off, and it's not gonna be as as uh, gray and not seeing the sun? And he's gonna have like those scenes because I don't mm. see what the point of having Hayden Christensen in the suit is. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't see the point. And James Earl Jones is gonna do the voice, I would assume, right? So, like, what's his role going to be? Uh, in this, uh, that's yeah. what I'm. That's what I'm curious for. It might be flashbacks, maybe like I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It would be flashbacks or so much as like um, I remember. Are we, are we gonna get like you know like how we get Iron Man and we see Robert Downey Jr. inside the suit, like in the HUD when he's talking, and you're gonna put Hayden Christensen's face in there, right? Like I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm. I don't know. You know? I feel like they're gonna do like more so because I know like um, mm -hmm. someone referenced or talked about it somewhere. Where there's a part after, um, like uh, the events of the first trilogy, where Darth Vader is basically uh, meditating and doing a whole bunch of stuff in like the desert, and um, I think it's in like one of the comics or something like that. And during that time, I think him and Kenobi have like a conversation or something like that, or it's something to that effect of like. Is it in the Darth Vader run? The Darth Vader. I think so. I heard is so. really good. I yeah. Uh, I don't have a. I never got a chance to read them, but I heard they're very good. So I think I think they're gonna do something where they they essentially acknowledge each other, but it's like I'll leave you alone if you leave me alone. You know, I, I feel yeah. like I get that 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 vibe, and then we're also you know gonna see where you know he takes the he takes young Luke and you know with the with that, and I feel like it's gonna be that weird point of his life where he's basically on the run for the most part so he has to like you know form a new identity that kind of thing but then you also have like he's going to be in grief he's going to be in like this weird point of uh anger and upsetness like he's going to be struggling and do we know I'm, do we know how many years is it after episode three because it's before Rebels when he comes back and fights Darth mm. Maul because he's young at this point. So, like, how many years has he been a hermit on, on Tatooine? And uh, and also, I, I say we should take a bet if we're going to see um, uh, Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon Jinn. Because I would love to see Liam Neeson. Oh, man. That would be <laughs> One more time. One more time. Please, Liam. <laughs> you have a particular set of skills, and this is one of those roles that fits those skills, man. Yeah. Um, we yeah. lost Qui-Gon Jinn too early. Cause he was, you know, he was against. He was such a, he was such a, an against the grain Jedi. Yeah, yeah. It was great. Like you only got, like you know, what he's one of the highlights of, of that first movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and just like everything and how it all makes sense. Cause, uh, like his his lineage too, right? Cause you know he mm -hmm. was he was Darth Sidious uh, apprentice, not Darth Sidious, uh, Darth uh, Duke Count Dooku's apprentice, and then you know Count Dooku was the apprentice of of Yoda. So it's just really cool, like that that tree. Mm -hmm. Um. It's just—it's really cool, man. Uh, I, I hope—I hope we see them. Um, but that's—that's that's been the thing I was talking to my wife about, like what, like what's Hayden Hayden gonna do in this? And we haven't seen him in anything since whatever. Takers. Movies. I don't know. I don't know. His—it's. I mean, I don't, don't want to shit on the guy's career. I—I I think it's just a no. Series I just—it's just like no. I'm happen. not. No. What I'm saying is just like. I think he's a great actor. I think he, he, he is. He just had a rough spot after yeah. you know. And I think that that happens with a lot with um, 
like big character like big name actors in certain franchises where if like the franchise whether the franchise does well or or it tanks completely there's still this weird like time period of like 10 to 15 years where they're either really super like they're they're riding that train and like riding that high or people don't know what to do with them so they're looking for that like like basically what like uh he uh not hayden um what's this kid's name robert pattison did like i don't want to be edward so i'm gonna be thanksgiving all of these you know happy thanksgiving joe yeah yeah even you know even daniel radcliffe did that daniel radcliffe decided to do like such obscure pieces and stuff yeah and so. but i think that helped that daniel radcliffe i think is he's picked his roles um that has helped because even their their obscure roles they're pretty good roles um whereas guns like, Kimbo, if you guys have not watched yeah. guns akimbo please Please grab a beer and watch Guns of Kimbo. That shit was amazing. And that the, movie has no business being as good <laughs> as it was. It absolutely has no business being as good as it was. You have no. like it's it's definitely one of those go in there with no expectations, but you're gonna be blown out the water either way. <laughs> I'm just I'm laughing because they what was it pretty much did a remake of um Weekend at Bernie's, what was it? He was like the Swiss Army. Oh, Swiss Army. Well, it's not, it's not, it's I not, not a remake. It's just, I mean, it's, it's not a it's, remake. It just, just, you know, use. It's just like they use, like, it's so off from what Weekend at Bernie's is. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but, um, but I know you guys wanted to talk about the Sabine casting, right? Mm. Well, I, I don't have like a lot of like rebels, rebels. Like, I don't have a lot of stake in that. So, like, I'm like excited for a lot of the stuff because I know, um, that's gonna play into um we're all here for um i'm here for we're we're, we're here for the uh, eventual like ahsoka show and you know all this other stuff so Uh, i'm here for i'm here for thrawn and to see who they who they cast as thrawn and how how he plays in how he plays into it because i I didn't finish rebels but uh like the 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 expanded universe with with star wars as we since we're taking the biggest break ever from the the bad news well, the bad news with the Star Wars universe, as well as a Patty Jenkins project, is pretty much indefinitely shelled. The the they, Tie they, Fighter one? I mean, the the Squadron one? Yeah. Oh, they, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think there's just creator differences, but um, yeah. Hmm, you know, we'll see what happens. Let's see what direction they go in. Um, with that, because I I Rogue One, I remember the games and all, and it wasn't much, too much of a story, but it was like it was always awesome. Um, and I. Um, and I'm not sure what creative differences they would have had um, in terms of focus. I mean, you, you got to make, I would assume you make any sort of Rogue One sort of movie has to be akin to like a Top Gun. Yeah. You know, like the the star, the, 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 the fights in space make up most of the action sequences, but the heart of the movie is the, the pilots and the plot. Right. Because then, you know, and I, and I, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that probably would be a creative difference because I don't see Patty Jenkins. Like she'll have good action pieces, but probably the majority of it would be like her thing would be like we need to have like really good dialogue for us to care about these characters, and then we get like the pieces that are worth it for the the the, the battles, which are then you know because you also don't want to like go overzealous with them because then you're des- de- desensitized to it. Yeah. Like in you know Mandalorian when we saw we saw fucking lightsabers in like one episode and we lost our shit because we haven't had it in so long. Yeah, right with and with 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 Ahsoka. So. Um, I guess we'll 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 see. I mean, also Edgar Wright left Ant Man, and we had a great we had a we have a great Ant Man franchise and great Ant Man character. 
Yeah. So, uh, but again, MCU is not Star Wars as we as we know when it comes to the movies. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'm just yeah. you know. Want to see Wedge again? Wedge. I don't know, man. I I need my I need I need old Republic stuff. I'm I'm tired of this. Uh, I love the New Republic and what we're doing, but I need old Republic. I need I need I need desperately need a Darth Bane series. I don't I don't listen. If y'all haven't read it, read those three books. The Darth Bane books are some of the best Star Wars books I've read. That and the Darth Plagueis book. That's also a good book too. But I'm a huge huge stand for Darth Bane. I'll have to check it out at some point. I know, I, I know, like there's a lot of old Republic that's not technically canon now, kind of stuff that gets they tossed re, around. They and re-released the books, they republished them um, with new covers. So it's like Essential Legends is what they did. Mm-hmm. So the Darth Bane okay. trilogy um, is a part of it. Um, the, the 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 series with I think with like with with Mara and like Luke's kids and all that other stuff is a part of that. Cause that's, a, that's a huge to do the, the original Thrawn trilogy, the original Timothy Zane Thrawn trilogy is part of it. Cause Timothy Zane came back and did another Thrawn trilogy. Cause they were mm-hmm. like, if he's the one who created him and they were like, we got to bring him back to write this character. Yeah. Um, there's a Revan book. There's a Darth Revan book, but I do think we are getting Darth Revan eventually. And, and then I don't know if the Darth Plagueis book is a part of that re-release, but it's also, it's a pretty solid, like four or 500 page book. And you oh. learn about Darth Plagueis, but you also learn about Palpatine as he was discovered up until he kills him. And you uh, see him weaving his plan throughout that book, which is very cool. I want to add to um, Law that um, we all might want to be, you know, saving for that Disney loan to go out there to Disney when they um, launch some of their Star Wars stuff. Because Mike was saying, like, some of the stuff that they no, showed, um, there's some immersive stuff. There's some. Lightsaber? I just want to build. Oh, some... the retractable? Yo. Bro, they, that's true. That they're going to do an exhibit that's very immersive where you can be one of the um, players. And oh. if you don't want to be one of the players, you're just one of the aren't people they, just watch it. It's, aren't they doing it's, on the cruise? Because they're doing a whole. It's like a three. They're, day, they're doing a whole lot of stuff. He said, like a uh, three day, ten thousand dollar experience. It's kind of nice. But no, this is you know how they're building all that stuff for the Star Wars portion <laughs> of the land and all that. Um, but yeah, it's, bro. It yeah. He he was like, yeah, I need an arm and leg, and that Disney loan and sell the kidney to, in order to enjoy this immersive experience. So it's like, really, you're one of the cast members there, and it's like, um, he was saying. He got to go on um, the new thing they did with the um, Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And you actually can actually sit in the cockpit and the buttons you're pressing is actually affecting everything that's going on in the Millennium Falcon. I was like, dude, that's so fucking dope. Spaceport thing. Yeah. It's a pretty crazy uh, screen tech. I'm not surprised. I would not be surprised because I just want to go to Lightsaber Forge and make my own lightsaber. I'm I'm here for that. What color lightsaber do you guys want? Um, I mean, like you got the typicals, blue, the greens, and the reds, but um, Bro, I'm going yellow. I like orange. I've I done like... I've done my Star Wars test, and I've come up yellow a few times. And uh, I've done the what kind of Jedi or what kind of whatever you are, and I'm and I'm a gray Jedi, and I was like, bet, let's do it. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, I think they always talk about like the feeling for it too. Like I know in the games, like blue is guardian, and, you know, green's counselor, yellow sentinel, and other stuff. Red is Sif. Uh, I like purple. Like the oranges. Sometimes you get some obscure colors in the games, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, those are those are pretty much those are pretty much right. Oh man, I never thought of what color my saber would be. Black, <laughs> like my coffee. You know, you never <laughs> took the dark like, saber. You don't drink I've your never took the black. Whoa, 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 whoa. You don't drink your coffee black. 
All right. I do. No, you, no, I you do don't. at times. No, I do when I'm out of cream. No, when I am out of cream. You are a light and sweet person. And listen, I ain't coffee shaming you. It don't matter. I'm just saying you own it. Light and sweet. I do. I would take it light and sweet. <laughs> that lightsaber is uh, it's crazy. Where I understand you're into Star Wars. It's like a religious experience. Oh, I shit. Imagine. Yep. I, I listen like you because you, like you know like there's so many other places you can go to Saber Forge and there's so many third party places to to build uh your lightsaber and like you see it like there's so many lightsaber craftsmen on YouTube and all that but on to do Ed, like a on TikTok you know, everywhere but if you go to like a Disney branded experience and like they give you that whole environment uh I you know I could only imagine I mean people who do the wand picking thing in Universal they think that's an awesome experience too so I could only imagine doing something that you've grown up with. Um, it is. It is. I would like it is. lose my. I would lose my. I, I will spend. I don't care how much. It, it's probably like two, three hundred dollars. I I'll do it. I'm gonna do mm. it. I'm gonna be like, honey, I'm I'm saving money. This is the lightsabers for me and and Bear, and we're gonna go and we're gonna do this and that's what we're gonna do. And if Josie wants one, oh, you can man. have one too. Like it don't matter. Like we can all do it. I don't care. But I'm doing. I'm getting my damn lightsaber. <laughs> like, I feel like I feel like Josie would be the would the one to get like lightsaber nunchucks. I'd be just, like, just this is just how, get, this she'll, how get her, she'll get herself a purple lightsaber and whack the shit out of her brothers, which will be <laughs> that's also fair and also very true. Bear would Bear would be like, I want blue because it's good guy. Otherwise, because he loves red and blue. So, all right, are we gonna get to the elephant in the room? Y'all could talk about being. Go ahead, I'll be do here. it, do it. I'm waiting for here. you to start, bro. You're waiting for me to start. All right, I'm. Listen, you, you, you are. Definitely. Um, okay, I got a question. It? I got a question. So, like, obviously, I didn't see. I didn't see the show. So, but we know that Bebop is a twenty-something episode show. Does this? Do you think that how the Netflix show portrayed and how they actually cared about like the casting and what they were trying to do, and it wasn't like some of the other things with them, that we can see other short-run animes turned in this way? So, like, do you think Outlaw Star would work? Um, do you, you want to take this off, or should I? I don't have enough invested interest in, in Outlaw Star, but okay, I feel I'll like again, I go because you, you just said that um, I love Outlaw Star. So you know, I I originally when I was um because we long had a conversation about it um in uh, the Spitballers group, and um that's why I go. I want to give the mic to Law after this, but I go if they're doing it with the same amount of love, I bump my rating from seven. I gave it a seven out of ten. I'm going to give it an eight out of ten. I think they could do a outlaw star um, with the right budget and the right team um, because I did feel that the the showrunners for Cowboy Bebop did care about the source material um, and they tried in their way to one make it their own but also try to appease fans and I think with also with trying to make sure it appeases fans and everything they did fall into that line of where you still got some cheesiness in there. But um, I felt that that also gave it its charm. And I think they could do well with Bebop. I mean, with um, Outlaw Star. But they did it way better than the Death Note um, anime adaption. It was but way that, better. But I, I, but I felt that Death Note adaption wasn't... It just felt like they were trying to do it to do it. And not yeah, no, you could this... Like, Cowboy, when Cowboy Bebop got announced that they were going to do this, we knew they were going to do... They, they were doing the castings right, and we all were good with the castings. They were doing their due diligence. They were doing their due diligence, you know. And I think at at some point, when it comes to these anime adaptations into live actions, that these bigger studios will do, and they're going to do them when they do them right, not the not the shitty ones. Um, I would feel better, you know, if you you know you do you do you keep 
you keep it aligned to like what the main story plots are, but mm. you also find your way to get there. Right. Like you don't need right. to do like you don't feel like you've got the, the story and you have the anime, you have the anime and you got the script as like your, your guideline. Be like, this is what we need to hit. But we hit it our own way, whether that's changing some changing some changing some things or getting right. there a different way. So like if they did not lost star, like it doesn't need to be beat for beat for beat of every single episode mm-hmm. or make like you have like the little Easter eggs like we always do. But make it their, make it your own, like make it your own. Here's the storyline and but make it make it your own so that it doesn't feel like we have to copy the anime because i felt with with bebop uh with the marketing for it we got that first uh we got that first cut of tank the intro which everyone loved and then i just felt like they kept milking tank for everything that they did to market this show and it took away from the charm that was one of the most popular anime openings in like tsunami yeah like everyone loved tank and then it was like, cool, we haven't heard it since Tsunami. And then it's like, everyone, do you want to hear Tank? We heard you like tanks. You want Tank with the side of Tank? Like, you see Exhibit there telling you how much he loves Tank. I, I, I think... Like, you skip intro after a while. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it, it you just, know? you know, so I would love for them, you know, I hope with the success, uh, you know, with what the fans are taking, you know, we do get other ad- adaptations for the short I runs. Think, I don't know if it, it's, it, it has enough success. Like, it... it it did good where it was supposed to do good, but it fell short in like in like what you were saying. You have the the outline, you have the 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 foundation, and you have the bare bones to do and like build upon. But where they expanded on, I feel like didn't really do anything. It was it felt like they just did it to do it. And it didn't feel like it added anything to the original. So it's like you're expanding on stuff that didn't need expansion or um, you are giving us stuff that like wasn't needed. You know what I mean? And I think with a lot of these adaptations going forward, it's going to be that fine line. Because I think, uh, and I, I think I said it before, they were faithful until they weren't. Like they did a really good job at being careful and being um, true to form of what Cowboy Bebop is. I don't think that they understood how to go from the show and and like go to a, like a, a macro like lens and look at it like okay how how do we get from the this episode to this episode to this episode that aren't really connected, but they are because you have the main cast to now creating an overarching world and story and plot points and all these things. Um, and, and then also like we were saying before with vicious, like vicious doesn't feel like vicious. Like, you know, you're, you're trying to capture the charm of a show that it's hard to do, you know? But I mean, I, I, it goes on to both the, because you're, you're both right on that. I feel for me as watching the show and just taking a sit back, um, I'm not taking it that they're adding to Cowboy Bebop. They're telling their own story involving the characters and taking parts of the original story. Cause it's like, let's be honest, Cowboy Bebop, the anime sits on there as a 10 out of 10, because it's, it's a really good show Um, for what they did. I feel that. 
you know, it wasn't a train wreck compared to others that we've seen. Is it great? Right. No. Is it bad? No. I mean, it's still enjoyable. Um, and I know it vicious and, and it was the point. And I think it was um, in one of the conversations like, you know, you don't get much of vicious in the series because it's about the crew of Bebop and everything. It's about the story for Chet, um, the story for um, Spike, the story for Faye. But I feel in this is what they were trying to do is to try to draw into new um, people too and all that is that they're kind of expanding in their own live action. And I feel the way it's said, because like with the, the anime, you know, the anime has a beginning and an end. This doesn't have um, too much of an end because they're thinking, okay, if we get signed for season two, we have stuff plotted for season two. But and, do you think that they're anticipating? Because that's the other thing too. You can do uh, this show as like a multiple season thing but you can't look at the show as like it's gonna run on forever and i think it felt like they try to stretch too much of it too far because if you get let's say you get three seasons to cover the 24 episodes that's 12 episodes each or or wherever the mat eight eight episodes each like if we get that that's a solid chunk but i feel like they're trying to get more than like they're trying to squeeze like water out of a rock you know what i mean like there's nothing left yeah no because I, I, I was concerned yeah I mean, it's, it's you're not gonna hate it but it's like it don't go into expectations that it's going to be that 10 out of 10 like the original series because the original series is always going to be tough to top i mean again if i had to compare it when you look at original adaptions like um Dragon Ball Evolution, um, Death Note. It, it it was a good adaption of the series. I appreciated the cast because the cast. I mean, the I'm I'm still three episodes um, that I have to finish. Um, I finished off with the Faye Valentine episode when she got her, which I'm like, you know, it was it was pretty interesting. And in that moment, the actress, I think she did a pretty good job for her portrayal of Faye. And there's just some like, there. I don't like. I don't think that any of the actors did yeah, a bad job. I think did. like. Um, I think kind of. Uh, yeah. It was better. It yeah. was better. <laughs> and that wasn't Avatar. That, that was it. We don't talk about that. There was no live action uh, movie. We're, talk, we're talking about good. We're, talk, we're talking about good. Good adaptations. Good adaptations or um, okay I, adaptations. But yeah, like adaptations. I, I think. I think like. <laughs> I think Jet was fantastic. I love oh, yeah. I love Jet's character. I loved um uh I love Basuda. <laughs> I love the um I forget their names, the uh the owner of the bar and the uh and um their their like second in command. Yeah, I like them too. Those, I love I them, I love their dynamic, they were great. Um a couple of villains were, were pretty cool. I think there was parts of it that I was super excited for, and they, they looked visually dope, and like they they read well on screen. But someone said like there was like it's hard for John Cho, like as much as we love John Cho, for him to exude Spike, because Spike has like such a uh, he cares without caring, if that makes sense. Wrong avatar. <laughs> uh, Tell me any of the Navi names, Pong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like 
like Spike feels like your guy who doesn't care because he's just eating mm-hmm. noodles and he's just like dicking around for most of the part. But like in the background, you know that he cares and he wants to do the right thing and he's trying to like do what he's supposed to do. So did John capture that? Yes, but there was a little less um charm to him, I guess, which which is like hard to capture. No, it is. And and Spike Spiegel is a well-written character. The voice actor did an amazing job um and everything. Um and Ego was a great challenge for John. Do, I love the type of woman that could act that would actually just kill me. I was so mad they didn't do that. Spoiler, <laughs> spoiler warning. It, it may it, again. They're probably saving <laughs> it because the directors already, the showrunners already said he has ideas for a season two. If they, get a, if, they get a, yeah. if they get a season two, see, I, and I, I think that's why he did. Crazy, he, man, because again, like Squid Game, you get like the we're gonna save stuff for season two, but like then your ending ends up being trash. Well, I mean, well, well, I think for for Bebop though, like I think the Netflix gave him the chance to do it, you know. So it's kind of like what they did with The Witcher, like they gave they did The Witcher, and we're like, we we don't know how this is gonna go. We don't know if it's gonna be the Game of Thrones that we want it to be, right? It can go Game of Thrones season one or Game of Thrones season eight, right? We don't yeah. know how it's gonna go, and it ended up being like a huge success to the point where they are they did the the animation they have season two's coming out on the 17th they plan on if if netflix allows it they plan on doing seven seasons of the witcher um and i think amazing which would be amazing right um but it, it really depends on like what what does netflix consider success because i don't know i don't no think anyone knows. i don't think anybody knows because we had that other show that was that was booted off um the show with with the the, the hispanic family show i didn't watch it but i heard it got it got canceled it got canceled after. Oh, gender, genderified? No, 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 no. I think I know which one it, it was. The, um, with the family and like and 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 uh, I don't. Yeah, know. it had like it had two seasons, right? I believe Rita Moreno was in it. Like she was yeah. the grandmother. Like that that got canceled, even though it was like a huge hit. Like it had oh, such okay. a huge following. Um, so I don't I don't know. Ultra Carbon got got cut. I don't know if that had a big fall, but I love season one. I think like, season I think season two season you know? two was a was a lackluster season for yeah. them. But so it, I don't know what they consider success. So like if Bebop was a success, then we'll potentially get a season two. I don't think Bebop needs at more than at least at most three seasons. Yeah, I, I see. Yeah. I see it as three, three seasons because it's like you know it's then you're stretching. The whole story. But they're not. But, um, they, they're not going to get. They're not going to. They're not going to give them sixteen episodes to do the whole series. No, and I, I, I can kind of see them giving Bebop a second season because I could see people going back and finding things that they liked about the series. Because, like again, um, sitting there and just looking at it, um, I started liking it more. Because, like I said, I originally gave it a seven out of ten. I bumped it up to the eight out of ten because I'm finding it's things not, I like about it's it. It's not. It's not terrible. Like you. Yeah. Like like Seabass, you, you said like it's. One of those things that doesn't like if it was deliberate in being bad, like if it was, you know, like we're not going to pay attention. Like if it was any other adaptation that like kind of looked at the cliff notes and then try to make something out of their ass, then we'd be bashing it. Nice, but it's hard to bash it because you can tell where they gave the genuine yep. effort. You're pulling in, you're pulling in not only the uh the original composer for it you're getting like the blessing of a lot of people you're getting like you're doing so much due diligence i think 
again, where they drop the ball is trying to figure out how to marry new, uh, broader, like expansive uh, stories or uh, like arcs to these characters versus the timetable they were allowed. Also, too, I like that they, when you look at the tech they use, like we we see so many sci-fi shows, dramas, and movies where we see this tech that's like beyond this world and everything that's like, they still stuck true to a lot of the tech that was depicted in the anime, which is like, that shit looks like something that, that that's less advanced than what we're using now. Like their cell phones are how chunk, uh, like clunky it was and everything. Again, they, they were pulling a lot of stuff um, from the anime. Like, um, they they had the old school cars um that they were driving there around in the areas and all that and it says you weren't I appreciated like, that yeah and it's that was something that was pretty dope and when they did introduce some tech that was there it was like uh dude you don't want to use that that's gonna fuck up something <laughs> or it's it, like it oh it that's a scam it didn't feel like um because a lot of bebop's charm is that it's not a very polished like future like space anime yeah like it's not polished at all. It feels grimy and dirty, and it feels like there is like uh, it. It feels just raw. Like it feels like there's substance. It to does. It, it you does. Know what I mean, it, it's not per. It, it's it's not a utopia like we, right. we see with most with most space operas at this it's point. It's, it, there's there's some sort of there's some sort of utopia, or it's a, like a utopia with. Uh, with like a, a cyberpunkish sort of feel, right? Like you've got like, the you've got the top elite in the utopia, and then you've got the cyberpunk people uh, on the bottom. So like kind of how um, uh, Ultra Carbon was, yeah, like essentially, yeah, like, essentially, like uh, pretty much all most most science fiction futuristic for, for, for when you have a a, a utopia and, but, a, and a cyberpunk feel. But, but wait, this yeah, is like you, feels like space travel is a thing, but we are just colonizing and the world are getting by and we're just kind of lackluster technology and people are just getting by. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you felt the dirt in that first episode when you get introduced to the setup for new Tijuana, you yeah. feel the dirt, you feel the grime. They, and I felt like they really captured what new Tijuana was in that first episode. Also the style of clothing and everything like, they, yeah. like, like all of that feel, it just feels like, you know, like, like spike is wearing this, this suit jacket that feels worn in. Mm. Right, like it's not any sort of futuristic fashion. It's just regular fashion in a in the world, you know. Uh, you know, so I don't know. I I I do, and, you know. And I just want to add to one of the things they capture is like I remember in the original Bebop series is that how outlandish some of the bounties were. They captured oh, that too. 100%. They captured that, that too. Was great. Like even the even like the not only the bounties but like the um. The TV the, show, the, the TV show, like the bounty board TV show, yeah, was so well done. Which is why, like, I, I again, I am struggling to like bash this thing. It's like my big thing is, uh, some of like the Ballad of the Fallen Angels. Spoiler alert: They did not use it, and I was so sad because it's such iconic music to that fight scene, and you're just like, why? Like, give me, give me that. Give me a little bit of that. And maybe we'll get it later if they try to do that fight again. But it's not going to have the same impact that it would have if you would have just saved that for next time as opposed to trying to fit it for now. Um, and then also you're getting a little bit of the, uh, uh, what was it? 
the like character choices like we spoiler alert again we we get where where are they we get ed we get them right at the end literally for two seconds and we're just like yay <laughs> you know what i mean like why give us the season two you know four well, seasons, obviously but like it feels cheap it feels kind of cheap i mean it's if you really think about it in the anime, we didn't get Ed into like maybe like the mid season of it. But it and um the way they, we got they Ed skipped so much. Like if they're going beat for beat, you're going what? The t- the 24 episodes, they covered a lot of that in the series. But then they're omitting stuff for the second season. It's like are you going to pull the old source material and try to make it new? Like, what are you doing at that point? Which is yeah. a lot of like the, the issues I think. Yeah. It's, it's like I said, I want to see them get a season two. I liked a lot of the stuff they did there. Again, Redemption like I said, arc. I have my complaints. Like you could, um, what is it? You could see the cheesiness when, um, that first episode, when the action scene spike starts sliding across that uh in that junkyard mm-hmm. you could tell i was like dude that does that mm, that just looks so cheesy right there but again I, I give them all credit i give it an eight out of ten um because i'm just finding and like i said i watched a i'm only three more episodes left the last episode i watched was the one with Faye again getting her memories back i was like that was such a good episode i enjoyed it yeah look we've had we've had worse way yes. worse yeah anime. Live action. This is definitely oh. this is definitely one of the better ones. I think there's still room for improvement, and I hope that they. Oh, abso- absolutely! But like, know. it's good to see that there's a way to do it. I if, I I think doing a shonen is impossible. Yeah, it's an, there's too absolutely. many episodes. It's impossible. There's, there's episodes. There's, like, let's there's stop doing episodes. it. And and like doing a lot of the like bigger fight scene choreography and like power scaling stuff doesn't really translate yeah. really well. It, you need like um, rounded grounded shows yeah where it works you know like even like 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 like, like, the like cl- uh the death thing- note could work as a show why did you take yourself out uh by mistake oh. it, like, it was... like death note and the way death notes played out and everything like death note works as a show like if you think about it, death note works as a show and also in like in today's day and age where you've got people who are all mm-hmm. about eat the rich and everything like having death note and doing what death note did that would have worked so could well. work really well even if you did like a modern twist to it like i'm because of the of what it what it was talking about. Like, so I think if you guys ever seen the live know. action bleach, the live action bleach was no, that was really it good. Was it was really good. It was. What's the problem? Bleach is so long. You're gonna get like two hours of a movie, sure, but that only took place with the first f- maybe three episodes. Yeah, maybe. So it's like, come on, like you got to know pick your battles. I think uh, a, a 24 episode kind of like smaller chunk show would work so perfectly yeah, yeah. it's like a bebop like like we have it now but learning from that like where do we where do we expand and where do we uh cut off because you can't try to milk f- if there's nothing left like if you try to milk too far you're just going to end up with like a pus at that point you know what i mean yeah and and to that point is like not everything needs a movie like you could make like for example, Serenity, um, when they try to fit everything with Firefly into that one movie, it was like, oh, Serenity is good. But then you go back and watch Firefly, you're like, no, it's not good. They rushed but Serenity, too much. But, but Serenity was a Hail Mary to continue yeah, on. That, that, so, was, I, so that yeah. was why they did it. 
I would say. Like you, you got Serenity because they could. You only got Serenity because you couldn't get anything else from Firefly. Right. So they gave you what they could give you. So we're, we're I, like I, here. It's like you know you're gonna get a season one, season two, maybe a season two, maybe a season three. But you know, to Lost Point, so like what we're realizing is like you can't do a shonen. You've got to do animes, maybe max thirty something episodes because we don't know if you're going to get renewed. So like, you need to figure out when your seasons are going to end. Cause a lot of these, a lot of these animes, they don't, the, the yeah, 24 it. episode runs, 30 episode runs, they run and that's it. Like there is no real big cliffhanger to hold you off for an entire year. The only like, real, you need, you need to make your own cliffhanger in it'd the be, middle. It'd be really weird seeing a yellow tentacle monster, but essentially if they did uh assassination classroom, that would be fucking super dope and super grounded because a lot of that aside from they the did do a live action one, didn't they? Uh, I think in Japan, but I don't yeah. I don't know if they did like uh, a full on like if they well, a- if, if they gave it the treatment of Cowboy Bebop, I think that's a sh- like two season short run. Most of it is like kids learning like assassination uh, techniques and whatnot. Like it's not going to be a stretch. It'd be a stretch to do. Like a live action Gundam, it'd be a stretch to do. Which we are a, li- a live action Digimon movie. Like, well, Gun- but the thing with Gundam, but Gundam though, at least Gundam is broken up. Yeah, you have a lot of Gundam. Right. Gundam, Gundam is broken up, so it's not like one continuous story. Gundam is just broken up into you know Gundam. Seed, also, too wing. So, like, you just take whatever elements you want. I mean, and you mm-hmm. you make you make see, your own story. Also, you can just make your exactly Gundam is a thing where I think you can just make your own story. Like you use the Gundams and Get maybe some of, you have the sand exactly you have the sandbox and you pull from from everything and you get a creative team that can really do that because you people watch Gundam you watch it for the mechs and the amazing animation but there's also the political intrigue and all the other stuff right. which is what is what which is what hooks people right mm-hmm. so that's you you build your own tension influenced by certain things and then you have fans of Gundam who are like if you do it right these are the Easter eggs. Also, you know, I don't need to see a rehash of Gundam Wing. I just want to see a live action adaptation of Gundam. And how are they going to do it? Also, um, to add to what you were saying so earlier, Outlaw Star, I go, I would like to see the showrunners who do Killjoys to actually be the ones to do Outlaw Star because Outlaw Star, you can get a beginning and ending series because it start, it had a beginning and an end like Cowboy Bebop, and it's a great show. And I would love to see them bring uh, grappling ships. Onto like you know the TV screen. Oh and my god, the grappling this, this. ship battles would be oh, amazing. Man, so good, and then seeing the caster and how they would do the caster gun. Oh man, no, I I would, uh, I would, I would really. I mean, I mean, but I, I think Outlaws a good is a good point too because the action sequences are just the ships, and then you've got the regular action sequences with Gene and everybody there that are you can keep grounded in your in your locations because even then the worlds are sort of realized but they're not super high tech you've just got the different planets and the races and all that stuff so i think what i think is it the, could what work. is like the most grounded anime for the most part that i think we could do like i think a show i don't know if a show would do i would job. say a multiple part movie we can probably get get away with especially with the technology um ronin warriors yeah you can and Ronan Rotors has been, I think Ronan Warriors is, um, I think Netflix produced their last anime or had access to their last anime. I was I thinking, no Naru- 
I was thinking Naruto you can pull from that pipeline that's because Naruto has Naruto that's much. if you're that's if you're committing to doing multiple. No, seasons. but you're not. You're not they're not you're not gonna that's commit to doing like you've got a so even like, if you take out the filler, it's still a lot. It's too much. It's a shown. I, I I will any shonen is like removed from this. It just doesn't make any practical sense to build a live action show for a shonen. There's just yeah. because like you the arcs, the legit arcs are very much important and they build on top of each other like because of the power scaling like you don't like why is he why is naruto fucking why is naruto's eyes orange well if you watch two arcs ago and you watch <laughs> that he was in a fucking frog valley and he was sitting on pointy rocks you would understand why he's one with nature and his balance of chakra nature kind of and he's able, now he has like like they all build on each other so this doesn't make sense i think you can even do some of the studio, even some of the studio Ghibli stuff too. Like I would love yeah. to see a live action Princess Mononoke. Mononoke. Princess Mononoke. Because well, Princess, Princess Mononoke Princess Mononoke gets really wild at the end when they when they kill the the deer and the forest spirit comes out. Yes. And that's when like that's probably when your heavy CGI would come into play. But all the other stuff in Princess Mononoke, I think you can make a fantastic live action. Uh, I think you can do it with the wolves and I think you could, I don't, I, maybe they did in Japan. I'm not sure. But I think like Guillermo del Toro would do an amazing live action Princess Mononoke. Mm. I, you know, he, he has that, that, that visionary and then um, the studios he works with to do a lot of his um, CGI and monster work. Um, I would love to see, and I'm always going to be on my high hearts for this one, is Armitage the Third as um, a live action. Because you have a sci-fi cyberpunk world where um, it takes place on Mars, and it's generally a cop story, um, pretty much, and it deals with like cyborgs and all that. And I, you know, we've seen stuff like that already with Altered Carbon. I think it's a series with a f female protagonist that I think would um, do pretty well um, yeah. if they were to adapt it as a live series. Um, I mean, we got you know, bat we we had Battle Angel Alita. I mean, yeah. We were so, and that you know, did really you well. and we, we were, you know, you and me were pretty good with that and how, how, uh, how they did. That think, took them years to make because he was shopping around that script for a while and he wanted to make that movie. So it's like, now it's like, how long is it going to take to get part two? On a, on a cliffhanger. The series is still going. And I'm like, no, 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 no but the movie. Oh, yeah. No, the movie, the, the, movie, the movie ended the with movie a, cliffhanger. Ended a cliffhanger. But like the series is still going, but it's like different books at this point like the first run of that book ended and then you get yeah. the second one and she goes back to mars and all that other stuff but um like i think they can continue on with at least battle angelita like with some of those points because it was a pretty solid they gave movie. us edward norton at the end as the the lead doctor who's the villain in the yeah. series and i was like how do you do that to us you did us dirty yeah. <laughs> oh, law, before you before you left i had mentioned uh cbs had mentioned armiches the third and i had mentioned uh uh princess mononoke Ooh, yeah. Okay. I was like, I was like, Guillermo del Toro could do Princess Mononoke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Armitage of the is not actually not a bad choice either. I yeah. I'm not like super familiar with it, but I know enough of it that I'm like, hmm, that's not that's not a bad pick. Yeah. I mean, and I think I think it just depends on on like what the power scaling, where it's not cheesy on screen. You can always revisit Guyver too. Guyver. I was thinking Guyver. Guyver could be fun. Diver and Giver is also really a is also another one you can just do it do your own take. Yeah, yeah. You don't I mean because like the the thing with Giver, like Giver, you also want someone who's creative. Like oh, I think I'm saying his name multiple times, but Guillermo is really good with monster design. Yeah, and like those monsters in Giver make half of that show. You can't have shitty monsters in Giver. 
No, like there's no, you can't. <laughs> like if you have shitty monsters, then there's no, there's no, there's no. Why are we watching this? Um, but yeah, I think any any of like the really like you know really nothing super crazy with the space tech or you go the the ninja route like we've seen like the old classics. Mm. Um, if you want to go Black Lagoon is another good one, or like Fist of the North Star because I think that would be fun. You know they did do an American version live action of Fist of the North Star, and it was very bad. It I was like imagine. in the '80s. It's the '80s, imagine. man. I could imagine, but like Fist of the North Star now with the with today's CGI graphics, when he makes someone blow up, that shit would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of potential. I feel like it's we're in a benefit because a lot of what could have been possible, at least with like a live action show, like we've seen in like The Mandalorian. Like you can do a lot of futuristic sci-fi space, you know, things and you know, laser fights and all this other like all the things that we want to see in a show, but you gotta give the attention to detail. Like if you're gonna do it, do it right or don't do it at all. And I think that's yeah. gonna be the tricky part because a lot of it is we want the flash and panache and this and that third, but then the story is just garbage. But also so, too with how Dune dropped this year. And just no. the storytelling with that. Dune is a Dune is a completely like it's almost like you have no excuse now. Like Dune was like Well Dune's gonna... getting Dune's getting two movies, right? Like Dune is Dune is, is it two, two more movies or no, no 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 it's getting it's two movies. So Dune Part One, Dune Part Two. So Dune Part One, first half, first half, uh first book. There's three like books, like how they put in right. chapters. There's three books in the first Dune book, right? Um it's like the first book and a half. And then you've got the second book and a half is what we're going to get in Dune 2 in, in 2022. Uh, uh, in 2023. Um, and then, but there's six like actual releases of books. Uh, people are hoping for this Children of Dune, and uh, which they did a live action based off sci-fi because sci-fi has like a bunch of a bunch of live actions of Dune. Mm. Um, there's, there's Children of Dune and sorry, there's Dune Messiah that's book two, which is like 200, 300 pages. And then Children of Dune, which is book three. And that, I think, ends Paul's story. And then um, I think God King Doom starts, kind of moves on forward with his son and, and all the other stuff. I'm not sure. But mm. they could. It's also interesting that they allowed the first book to be two movies. Like, it has to be. Dune has to be two movies, right? Mm. It's heavy. It's so, it's so dense and so heavy because the movie from the from the from the eighties, the seventies. I, I, I didn't watch it. Right, right. It's it's like three oh, hours. That first book is like three. That th- that first was like three fucking hours. <laughs> dude, yeah, dude goes to the beach. Uh, and it's it's super lore heavy. From what I understand, like they give you a whole lore dump at the beginning of that movie. Yeah. Uh, and which this dude isn't doing that because we're seeing everything with the eyes of Paul. Uh, and we're kind of experiencing it with him. So uh, it's, but you're right. There is no, there is no excuse. If you want to do something correct and adapt it correctly, then you could, you know, you take the time. Um, I may be by myself, but I think when it comes to anime adaptation, we've already, they've already did one in Japan. I think Attack on Titan, if done right, could work. Yeah. Because of the internal story, because of the internal storyline of Attack on Titan. Yeah, like that's like you got to cut a lot of it. Creepy as hell. You got to like you got to cut a lot of it. Yeah, you you got to cut a lot of it. But it's the fact of like the the fake government. Don't you? I'm I'm ignoring. I'm just ignoring it. The fake. You know, you got the fake government. You've got everything happening in Marley, and you have all those other things with the Titans. Mm. I think it could work if 
it, if the CGI is done right, the acting is done yeah. right, and the story is done right. And like how to weave through it because there's so much happening I, in between the lines. I think with Attack on Titan, you would have to do, if it's going to be a live action, you would have to do a mixture of practical and CGI effects. Yeah. And I think um, because it's, it's like. The Titans themselves will probably be mocap. Like a yeah. lot of. And mo-cap. you can't like, and you can't go crazy. You can't overdo it. No. Can't no. overdo it with the Titans. No, because you, you because like we'll like there's sometimes these because the, the Titans always have like really funky, funny faces, or the yeah. abnormal Titans will run like nuts and stuff. And I think you the 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 Titans are like the boogeymen in the in the in the show, kind of yeah. like Jaws. Like when they show up, they show up. It's scary. It happens. Right. Shit goes down. We get the action sequences. With the I think the initial then, like doing I, like doing the opening like uh, of the movie. If they did like a movie. Uh, doing the initial opening that we all get in the first episode where we're all like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, just to get that, like, sense of, like, how serious it is. Yeah. And then just don't show them again for, like, the until, rest. Until, until, like, the end. Until, that's what they until, Aaron, until Aaron gets eaten. That's yeah. pretty much it. Well, yeah. that's what they did, like, you remember in Walking Dead and, and other great horror movies. Like, you don't show the creatures. You don't show that. You, you, you just build that sense of dread with the actual cast because then when the creature is there, that's when it's like, oh, that oh fuck moment. And it's like, yeah. it was like that, like, with The Walking Dead. It's like, you know, in the beginning, yeah, they threw, like, you know, zombies, you know, that they were there. But it's like, um, again, then there was just like that period where there was none. And then when they came, it's like, okay, we still got these fuckers to deal with. This is a scary situation. It's just not a post post apocalyptic world we're dealing with. We're dealing with a fucking creature. So I want to eat us. The thing, the thing is, um, a great horror, and I keep going back to it because it is a great, um, suspense horror. Because most of the horror is the suspense in the cast of you're the fucking creature. You're the fucking creature. And when the creature does show up, it's like holy shit. That's why, um, it didn't do well. The the prequel didn't do so well versus the first one because the first one is like and like the director says like if they remade the first one it's like painting the mona lisa and that's that's literally what they should do is just learn and how they did the storytelling with the thing and i feel like that would just make a live action attack on titan just fucking flawless in terms of scaring people at least at least until more of the the writer titans uh well <laughs> It's like the evolution. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Polonets? What's up? What is up? What's up? What's up? Uh, it definitely is. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think I think it depends right? because you know to your point, like the first season of Attack on Titan is like the scariness of the random Titans, and then you've got female Titan and uh, and you have Aaron. That's it, and like it only shows up when it needs to show up, and just kind of like Game of Thrones, where like the magic cascades into the seasons then you'll see more of the of the shifters showing up because they you need them to show up you need them to move the plot along but uh but you're already in it at that point like you overdo it with once you're once you're in it and you'd be like oh shit what's going on and then you get the twist of like who the titans are and they're really eldians and they're merlians like you get all that twist it could work if you do it correctly otherwise it's cheesy and gets canceled immediately yep like it's really crazy with attack on titan how fine that line is yeah uh to make it for it to work because even the the even when i when i was reading it before we got seasons two and three when you get the big twists with where everything comes from it's like oh i need to keep going because it's no longer about the monsters outside the walls it just it gets past that yeah and like you know and i think that's kind of what made it such a big 
uh, a big to do. So it's kind of uh, it'll be interesting. It, I I doubt they will, but if we're if we're talking about crazy anime we're, to be we're something, throwing out our, our wish list. We're throwing out know. our wish list, you know. I mean, like, you know, I've got I've got my I've got my other anime in the back pocket, but you know, I can't even get a solid <laughs> anime adaptation for that. So I don't want to see some jackass dressed up in black armor, you know. I don't want to yeah. see it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see Henry Cavill dressed up as guts. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you cast as guts? I don't know. This I don't know. The, I feel the, like there's, there's no, no one, one that's gonna that fit that. Not, I'm not doing that we're exercise. Not doing, we're not doing Momoa. I'm yeah. not. No, I'm not doing that exercise. It's gonna I, be Dwayne Johnson. Watch. Absolutely not. <laughs> I love Dwayne Johnson. I love The Rock. I don't need him. I can't cast anybody, and I I can't. I can't. I literally cannot cast. <laughs> for I'm sure Michelle's laughing. I don't know if Michelle's laughing at us or she's laughing at Evolution of Beards. I'm not sure, but it's, still <laughs> all, it's all funny. Both. It's all funny. I, but I can't sit here and tell you, oh, who I think. Uh, uh, ex yeah, exactly. There is no one. There's no one. Let's get. Let's finish it. Let's fit. Well, we can't I'm not. Finish. I'm not gonna say. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. gonna I'm gonna leave it. I'm not gonna say. It. I was. I was. No. No. Please. On, please. I was please. gonna pick on Pong, but you know, oh, <laughs> I'm not gonna you, say it. You oh, say Chris no. Pratt. <laughs> I did it. If you fucking see <laughs> we're just gonna remove him. That's a that's why we're I didn't say it. <laughs> I said I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean he's playing everybody in Hollywood. And, and, right uh, now. Got Chris Pratt as guts and Jared Leto as fucking Griffin. No, no. It's gonna be, be, be Scarlett Johansson. Watch. It's gonna be Scarlett Johansson as oh guts. My I promise God. you. Oh man, that would be Yo, uh -huh. I can't even I can't do can't even get a solid adaptation for it, man. I, I don't want to talk about it. It hurts my soul too much. It hurts, it hurts I mean it, it hurt my soul when they made that horrible 3D animation that was supposed to continue the story. I was like, dude, come on, the animators in South Park did better than this. Wow. I'm, I'm, in it, I'm in it until the eclipse then i'm out <laughs> all right i'm here i'm here for a good time until the eclipse happens and then i'm out i'm i'm, I'm gone you know what <laughs> actually might actually work for um as a live action now that i think of it and i don't know why i didn't think of it before the fate stay night series actually really? has like a lot of like just grounded like stuff there the even the magic feels like and the, it, it could be, it could be, you know, it's not, it's not so overwhelming in the magic yes, and the and the effects that would take away from that story. And I think it would be really dope. Confusing as all hell to keep up with that timeline. But um, with that. Face Day is actually a good pick because I agree with you with that because they can actually make an original adapted story That's because really, yep. there are so many different Face Day stories. You don't have to, you just, you know, you stay true to what the concept is right but you tell your own story involving the characters and all that that's another one i have to get back to i, I stopped around like grand order i think and I, I have to like finish that there's there's you know a what bunch you can of do i got i got one i got one since we're, we're doing this i was thinking about it vampire hunter d i never watched that as a kid but i what I, it just never came up for me you've never seen it have never seen what it. i've never what seen it. Oh my god! So there, so as much anime as I've binged, <laughs> as much anime as I've binged, I've missed like um, Trigun, Outlaw Star, um, bro, Vampire Hunter D. But bro. then I, but then I watched like Yu Hakusho, bro. Tenchi Muyo, Cowboy Bebop. Like Dude, I did, I did, I literally did the other spectrum, like Ronin Warriors, like 
Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust is incredible. I've heard. I I just haven't gotten to get it back. Incredible. <laughs> like Bro, it, it, it like, was so it was incredible like, that you know, someone stole my copy. Like I still, in, I still like in all more, seriousness, because uh, I heard like, Helsing is amazing and Helsing like, is also, loves it. Helsing is also really good, especially when they mm-hmm. redid it. Um, but Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust with the way that van- the main vampire is, mm-hmm. uh, and him going after the girl that you have to that he has to go save, it's essentially like Strahd. Oh, and Ariana. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Not like in a bad way, but like he's not like a he's like he okay. he's, he loves her. Like he he's he like loves her and all of this um and all this stuff. Wow. But that's <laughs> wow. Wow. We're not doing Michelle. Michelle, we're not doing listen, that. We're not listen, doing that. Listen, yo, dude. I mean, like, come I have, on, like I have a role. Like, I don't like I, I don't can, have the I, can, I, I have the Rolodex of anime. I can literally, I can that literally both give you the, have. I can literally give you the CVS receipt of my anime that I've watched. Trust me, but we're not doing this, dude. Vampire, dude. Oh my god, with the fucking talking hand, dude. Seriously, man, you've never. I know it, so it's a, it's one of those things. I know what it is, and I might buy that I, shit on Blu-ray. So when you come over, we can watch this. I'd be down. Listen, I was a Gundam oh, kid. Man. I was I was a, a Gundam Wing G Gundam, like basically the tsunami stuff. But I didn't watch all of the tsunami stuff because I literally watched. Most of it with my stepdad, and the rest every once in a while when I can catch it. Did you ever see um, Blood: The Last Vampire? I did. I didn't yeah. watch all of it. I did. That's I did. Good, I did remember watching which, it. Which which series? Because you I had just, the first movie. I, I watched the first. I just the watched first, the first movie, like the yeah. forty-five minute. Then you movie. had you had the the series. Yeah, two different series actually. There and I know like C vamp. Uh, was it something blood? Like... Blood um C yeah uh, blood plus C was something like that. Something and like that. Same character. Um, and then there was another one that makes the rounds. Um, for bloody deaths. Um, but yeah, it, it it's really interesting where the series where it was this one movie that they did, and then it went on to like okay, we had this series with her and her butler, um, who was like a servant or something like that, and then we had this other series where she it it, it kind of like. It was trying to say that it was the same character from the movie, but it wasn't. It's like she was kind of brainwashed, and they were this corporation just had her um, living on this reservation with actors that were acting like they were in a town and everything, and then they just had her fighting like these monsters. It was it was like some crazy shit, and I was like, at the end, it's just fucking massacre city. I was like, holy shit! Yeah, she's like she was a one that you guys have not watched, and I'm pretty sure you guys haven't watched, and I guarantee would make a great adaptation. Is Death Parade. First yeah, of all, the Death Parade opening. Listen, like, Law, you saying an anime time. that Seabass hasn't watched? I mean, listen, he watches all the range of animes. But this, this is true. This is true. <laughs> but Death Parade, the 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 someone opening, has to write him. The opening sequence. No, no, you take that burden off your shoulder, sir. Yeah. It doesn't have to be you. It does not have to be you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that opening listen, sequence. I, I see him, so I can warn you guys. Song, is amazing and then the series itself would be really good because it, it literally deals with the afterlife but it doesn't deal with it in a very like there's monsters and all they has very few things but it has enough horror it has enough this that would be amazing oh give me a death parade well, it would be a good um anthology a horror of... series a, a good horror series um anthology would be devil girl Devil Girl would make a really good because um that's what it was essentially as the anime it was like pretty much there's this overarching there's this little bit of its overarching story, but it's like you're seeing each episode um 
and it and it deals with like you know people going to like I could see them yes, I could see them going like you know kids are going to oh I'm gonna go to the deaf um the Devil Girl app and all that to call Devil Girl and everything you could literally migrated into that because it was like people going to a website and then they type someone's name in and then devil girl appear um you know and cause a death for them something like that and then it was pretty good it was a good show and i could see that being a good death note it was death note before death note i guess i don't know Uh, it was probably influenced by it but um and then probably influenced by uh, all the shit speaking of death note uh because you watched uh death parade do you did you catch the death note uh cameo Oh, I missed it. I gotta go back and watch it again. Isaiah actually told me about it. He was like, "There's a there's a Death Note cameo." And I was like, "Huh?" And then I looked. And I was like, "Oh!" So I won't spoil it for anyone who wants to watch Death Parade. It's on Hulu. It's like literally one uh, season. I'm mad that it, they don't have it uh, for more. Is this there? Are some animes that you just want? I was like, "I'm I'm mad you watched that. I'm I feel sorry that you watched it, Michelle." Yeah, you should have known. Yeah, it it definitely. Um, I'm with who, you on that, Michelle. I watched it. I was there too. Like I said, I watch all the bad stuff too. So you Even know, the Amy others don't that. have to. Um, I, I think I think <laughs> I think I think you guys won. It was before I was a I was like a main uh main cast, and I was just like, let's let's not. I'm not yeah. watching it. Like y'all can't pay that. me enough to watch I, it. I'll, I'll listen to Willem Dafoe be a fucking death <laughs> demon. But all I'm not. But I'm not watching that. <laughs> all the time. I'm I'm so here for him as Ryuk. But yeah, I'm like no. Nah. But every everything else, no, nah, I'm good. Now I gotta watch. Now I gotta watch all the other stuff because I'm a co-host and gotta watch all the stuff that Steve has told me to watch. Is no, trash. We, got, we have good stuff coming up. <laughs> Listen, I'm excited for The Witcher season two. Uh, uh, yep, we go. have we Witcher, have He Man He Man Revelations part two just came out today. Uh, awesome um, Ghostbusters. I don't know if we're gonna talk about it, but Ghostbusters. I don't know. Apparently, is so amazing. I gotta see it. I, I gotta see I, it. Look, Drew, you know Drew is a huge Ghostbusters dude, and he was like, I cried. I was like, really? <laughs> yo, matter of fact, Ziggo did too from Comic Two. Ziggo, Ziggo was like, yo, I didn't know how much I was gonna love this movie. I've heard like some people bash it, <laughs> but like when my friends who are diehard Ghostbuster fans are like, yo, thumbs up. I'm like, oh shit, all right. Cool. Uh, so we got Death Note. We have um, Death Note. Why am I saying Death Note? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I was re- I was reading. We oh. have so yeah. We've got we've got The Witcher. We've got He Man. We've got Spider Man. We've got Book of Boba. We've got Hawkeye. Uh, I don't know if we're gonna be able to fit all that, man. That's a lot of stuff. Well, we well we're definitely we're not. Gonna, okay. Oh, one. also wait. Are we doing uh, the Critical Role like series when it comes out? I don't Please. watch Critical Role. But the animated series. Oh, yes. I was like, I know you don't watch it, but the animated series is going to yes. be so good. I will watch the animated Ghost series. Ghostbusters, the love letters to Ghostbusters. Listen. Come on, man. I will watch I will watch the anime. I mean, honestly, I don't watch Critical Role because the same reason why I don't watch Twitch. I'd rather play the activity than right. watch someone play the activity. Well, I'm going to tell you guys, you guys should watch Arcane. Arcane got signed on for season two. Arcane is really beautifully sure. done. You don't need to know League of Legends or be into League of Legends stuff. It's a great origin story for characters that people don't know about. Um, and the animation again was just really spot on. And beautiful. Right. I don't, I don't so want to go this, down that. This, this I don't want to go down we'll that lore it. hole. This oh, also, today. we love time. With, we're gonna end it with the one thing to recommend that people watch for the holidays, and then we'll start wrapping up. Cool. Well, I want to. I want. I want to give thanks, though. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone who yes, watches absolutely. us. Thank you. This is what we are very thankful for. 
And um, you know, we do want to wish all of you happy Thanksgiving. But yes, let's go. Yes, it is. All right. So, so start with your recommendations. Uh, if you guys, I don't know how many of you guys are uh, creatives out there. I know a lot of us are, and a lot of us are people who appreciate artists and appreciate creatives in that journey. Uh, I saw Tick Tick Boom, and I got to like see a screening of it, and I saw like the cast and crew and like uh, Lin Manuel talk about it. That is a literally a love letter to creators and, and creatives. It is such a beautiful movie. I bald. It was so good. Uh, I'm not even like a big musical person, and like that movie was just so well told. Um, so if you want to watch a good movie, I would recommend uh, Tick Tick Boom. I, I'll, I'll think of a show. I'm not. I'm not sure about shows, but for movies, Tick Tick Boom, for sure, for sure. I'm going to tag Tone. Oh shit. Oh shit, indeed. I, I saw anything. you over there looking in the distance oh, over the yonder. I don't, I don't have anything. Listen, okay. You know what? Read Invincible. Read Invincible. Read Invincible. Especially considering we're getting season two. Well, I mean, it doesn't matter. Read it. I mean, we are getting me. We are getting season two of Invincible, but fucking read it. <laughs> fucking read it. I finished. Well, I, I, I read. Time. You were I, saying you were you were saying all the time. Well, oh, I have I haven't watched it yet. Me and Jack haven't watched it yet. So that's oh, something okay. we're probably going to start watching. We'll probably start on Thursday. Uh, I'm hearing it's super dense and there's a lot of shit and you won't know what's going on. So it sounds right up my alley. Will I read the books? That's 13 books. I don't know if I'm committed yet. Don't know because I'm still reading Doom. And if I start a series, either oh, I'm going to stop series, or I'm going to go through. A, a, good, a series, uh, Leverage Redemption. If you guys have Amazon Prime, Leverage Redemption. If you guys love Leverage, it is a, oh, so good. So, so good. It is such a like, – I binge both uh, parts of the uh, of that miniseries. Dexter, I'm still like on the fence about. Well, Dexter is a to-be-determined. Listen, get yourself a cup of coffee or whatever caffeinated, non-caffeinated beverage that you drink. Get yourself a nice comfy chair like that we have. Kick your feet up. Get your tablet. Go to Comixology. Pay for Comixology Plus for $5. You'll read the first half of the Invincible series. Comixology, sponsor us, please. Right? And you're going to read it. And then after you finish that first half, you're going to be like, man, thank you, Tone. Thank you for recommending an incredible <laughs> indie comic that's amazing. It, it's it's ama it's incredible. It truly is incredible. And then you're going to go after <laughs> you thing. finish... If you finish finish your first half of it, because that's provided to you for your Comixology Plus try, uh, subscription, you'll then purchase the other half of the series and be like, Tone was right. This shit's amazing. And Omni-Man's fucking journey, even if you watch it and you think Omni-Man's a son of a bitch, because he is, but that man's journey, my God, it's fucking awesome. I fucking love Incredible. It's so good. <laughs> Invincible. I love it. It's so good. It is so good. It is incredible. It is Hello. invincible. Is incredible. Yes. See, <laughs> bass. What you got for us? What do you recommend? I'm gonna recommend. Normally, Gilligan. I would not recommend anything that comes out of your mouth. So. Oh damn! <laughs> oh damn! I don't recommend bad stuff. I don't recommend bad stuff. I only ask you to watch bad stuff. That man is a whole liar, folks. Because me and Tone hey. have been through this process too long to Listen, have him I come got, up on this show and lie to y'all. Don't let him lie to you. I got I got to go. Well, um, Killjoys, because when Tone brought up Outlaw Star, I immediately thought Killjoys. Um, again, it was a show on sci-fi, and um, I think it's still going on right now. Um, and the actress who plays Dutch, the main character, she was ghost in 
um, Ant-Man 2 and she's playing Jill Valentine in a new Resident Evil movie. That's when I first got introduced to that actress was on Killjoys and it's just a great overarching show, um, which I recommend people who love just sci-fi watching bounty hunters and stuff like that. Um, and just, you know, one another sci-fi universe to pretty much deep dive into. Um, another thing I'm going to recommend is, well, listen to the Medusa's Cascade podcast every Saturday. Shameful plug. Shameful plug. I was going to say dabble in D&D. Yeah. Like, play that and then if you need people to that, play that, like that's a let us know family like kind of thing you like, know let us know if you need people to play and then if you want someone to kill your monster let your boy know <laughs> yo <laughs> toad is out here just destroying people's monsters oh it is great <laughs> just give, give give him a paladin all day with this paladin he's like i can smite bet yep. yeah yeah that's a good recommendation. Play D and D. Listen to the D and D podcast while you're playing D and D. Yeah. Medusa's Cascade. Remember, I played the level Bukaiver. That's the awesome Zex, and that's the badass Galahad right there. There you go. Right. <laughs> a man of many cloaks. Man of many cloaks and and counting. Oh man, it's gonna it's gonna be like a patchwork kind of cloak going on. <laughs> and I'm, yep. I'm here for it. It's gonna yep. be like, it's gonna be like your your. Uh, it's your the cloak, cloak of protection where tiger displacement. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm going to end it with that. So, um, again, we want to wish you all out there to have a happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Gobble, gobble day. Be there with the family and everything. We thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Be good. To... Be safe. Be fed. Be merry. All that. Yep. And drink lots of coquito. Because I know I am. Whatever. Please. Eat heavy. Get seconds. Get you to go plate. Yep. Hide them shits. Yep. We know about it. Do your do, do diligence. <laughs> make make sure make sure you bring your your, your own personal trays. Yep. Bring that aluminum foil. Yep. All that. Get your Tupperware. Put yep. it in the back of the fridge. Yep. Get that mac and cheese before anyone else gets it. You know you know the drill, man. Who am I talking to? Y'all know the drill. <laughs> get it together. Get it <laughs> or, together. Or in my household, you get, you get the sweet, the sweet, the coquito. The, uh, the sweet potato casserole. I just opened the uh, the show up with coquito. Well, I came in late, but it was a. Yo, I cannot wait for my wife's sweet potato casserole, bro. Cannot, cannot wait. Oh man, I'm missing, I'm missing everything. Yep. All right, yep. all right, guys. All right, guys. Let's Everyone sign off. Everybody, Later. Hit that beautiful B music. One. <laughs>